Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. Hello, everybody. My name is EJ Kerwin. And thank you for joining us, for listening to our talks on relationship wellness. Absolutely. It is uh, great to be back here. We haven't recorded in a couple weeks. We just returned from a amazing experience, right, Tara? We did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how to... How do we begin? Do we start with just like how, like how it all came about? Is that what do you think, Tara? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so about six months ago, we had an individual on our program, uh, Dr. Stan Tatkin, mm -hmm. and he is a thought leader. He is sort of a giant in the field. He's my therapist celebrity. Yeah, of relationship wellness, and um, we just had an amazing conversation. If you haven't heard that podcast, I would definitely go back to it because it is, uh, he's, he's so just good. a wealth of information. He's so knowledgeable. Oh my gosh. He's done like 40 years of research. Yeah. So. Just tons of research, incredible heart, just great guy. Right. So then we see this little pop-up because we follow him on Instagram and it's like, oh, Wired for Love. That's one of his books. Wired for Love, Spain Retreat for Couples. And I remember EJ's like, Hey, honey, Dr. Stan Tatkin's having a retreat in Spain for couples. We should go. And, and I left you a note on you. We live, leave little love notes yeah. to each other by the coffee maker because that's our uh, our point of entry into the day every morning. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that would never happen. Like, yeah. we have four kids, a business. Like, I've never even been to Europe. <laughs> yeah, that that's awesome for other couples. But yeah, EJ left a note on the coffee pot and said, we're doing this. He's like, I'm going to take care of it. And we're going to make we're, it happen. We're leaving and we're leaving on October 20th. And that's also EJ's 50th birthday. Bam. So I was like, perfect. Okay, this is the best birthday present for me for you <laughs> on your 50th. So we made it happen. We made it happen, which is an incredibly important thing for couples in general to do is make things happen for each other, for their relationship. Yeah. We made it happen against our children's resistance. You can't leave us. <laughs> You've never left us before. Yes. Where and so we, we went. We are leaving you. We love you. Yeah. We have not been on any type of couples vacation or retreat or anything since our honeymoon. Over 10 years ago. Exactly. Okay. Continue. Yeah. I just had to put that out there. That's like a big thing. So we were really looking forward to this. Um, we we sort of like we we knew what to expect, and that like we knew this guy is incredible. He's doing it with his wife. It was so it was Tracy and Stan Tatkin who did this retreat, and then the retreat was organized through Global Journeys, which is Kay and Franco. And, Kay and Franco. Yeah, I would definitely check out Global Journeys. They organized everything from like we didn't have to worry about a darn thing. Like just Kay would be like, get on that bus, be on that bus. By 9.45, like we did not have to do anything but work on ourselves. That yeah. was like the coolest thing ever to like have nine days in Spain. They created this amazing experience in three different towns. And all we had to do was listen to Kay tell us what time we needed to be at like our bus Absolutely. or dinner or the workshops. I mean, and I think like the, the guy, there's like so much that we got out of it. Honestly, the biggest thing for me was like we spent a week together just the two of us for the first time in 10 years, over 10 years. And that alone was incredible. I had a wonderful time with you, Tara. I mean, that was just, we had so much fun and it was just so connecting. And um, I did too. Well, it, and it's interesting because you say that just the two of us, well, there were 12 other couples on this retreat. Yes, yes. And we were always all with each other, but for the purpose of 
growing and healing and connecting and, you know, learning from like the masters in marriage, which are Dr. Stan and Tracy Tatkin. And so it was like we were there alone, but within this like little bubble of other couples that were on the same page as all of us. Yeah. I mean, it was intense. I'm not saying it was like the most relaxing time. It was like six, seven hours a day of, you know, couples looking at each other, talking about things, learning, having to do a ton of eye contact, a ton of, of eye, eye contact, contact. Yeah. which we're going to talk about because yeah. it's wholly important. So, I mean... We want to just, first of all, share like just experientially, like how important it is for you and your partner to do things together, to yeah. to to make time in small and big ways to take care of your relationship. I mean, that is, that's our overall theme, I think, with this podcast in general is like just how important the prioritization of your relationship is. But this experience for us sort of like, you know, it just reignited in our own relationship that like, you know what? We're the most important. Yeah, know? we are the most important. Like everybody else is important, but our relationship, we are in each other's care no yeah. matter what. I mean, there are so many things that happened and, and we'll share them, triggers and epiphanies. And like, again, learning from Dr. Tatkin and Tracy was just like, oh my gosh, because he's done all the research. And it was very, it came from a very like biological perspective of like, yeah, this yeah. is what human brains do. And humans are annoying. And then we sign up to be with one for like the rest of our life. And so we get the shit annoyed out of each other. We annoy the crap out of each other. Yes. And, you know, and then, bam, couples feel like they're in distress and they don't know what to do. So, yeah. And so I think, you know, instead of like going sort of like deep into a bunch of things, today we want to focus on, on one major take home that we brought home from this retreat. And Tara's already used the phrase and, and we are definitely lifting this and want to attribute this to uh, Dr. Stan and Tracy Tatkin, is that we are in each other's care. That is a big big concept that's important for couples to understand mm. because we are by nature as as humans we are very independent mm -hmm. you know our instinct is to take care of ourselves is to preserve ourselves and a lot of that is you know evolutionary biology that like you know the the survival of our species we need to survive. And so as an individual on the most like base level, it's like, I need to survive. I need to be okay. I need to be comfortable. I need to have my needs met, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's a major thing that leads couples into places of distress, especially over the long term, is that we- Battle of the needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that we have this like short amount of time at the beginning of the relationship where we're deeply interlocked. And a lot of that is driven by brain chemicals mm -hmm. and, and just the, the feel goodness of falling in love with one another. But then somewhere along the lines, we, we really just sort of pull apart into this my needs, my needs, my needs, my needs thing. And for Tara and I last week, I think that was a big eye opener to us about like, wow, like we need to be every day consistently aware of the fact that that we are here to care for one another. 
Okay, so I'm going to give a really good example of when my like light bulb moment hit off for me. So we were going through one of the many exercises that Stan and Tracy had us do. It was basically like, you know, we're trying to come up with these agreements and just like our values and like talk to each other about how we like to be loved and what would feel good. I mean, there's a lot there, but so EJ's like, oh yeah, you know, I like physical touch and I like appreciation and I really like when you pay attention to me and you listen to me and I'm on the other side thinking like I'm triggered. I'm like, oh my God, he needs so much. <laughs> Literally, this is happening in my body. And I'm like thinking like, oh, do I have to res be responsible for your self-esteem? Like that is not my job. And then EJ, you started to kind of get confused because I was getting triggered and I was like, we're going to, I'm bringing Dr. Stan over here and we are going to ask him directly because this does not feel good to me. I do not feel like I should have to be responsible for your self-esteem. And of course, I think I'm right 99.9% of the time. <laughs> so Stan comes over and he's like, first of all, if you guys have ever seen him or heard him on a TED talk or a podcast, like he's constantly watching your facial movements, your eyes. Like he literally is like a mad couple scientist when he is like in your presence. And so there's already this like level of like, oh God, what's he going to see? What's he going to say? So anyway, he comes over, what's going on? And I'm like, you know, I just feel really triggered. EJ's trying to tell me about like what makes him feel loved. And I feel like this enormous sense of responsibility, like I have to take care of him, like that I'm responsible for his self-esteem. And, and <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like thinking about this now. And Dr. Stan looks at me, he's like, you are, you are, of course you are. And I was like, what? And then he talked about how self-esteem is, we get our self-esteem from external environment. It's not something that's built within us. And that if EJ is suffering, if EJ is feeling bad about himself, it is 100% my job to make him feel good. And I always had this idea of like, oh, well, you do your work and I'll do my work. And then our work together is going to be amazing. And you know, the message was, no, there's no I, there's no me. It is we, we are in a coupleship. We have each other's back. I'm responsible for your, if you're sad, I'm sad. And I'm going to figure out how to make you not sad. Even if I'm the one that caused sadness, if you're angry, I'm angry. We're angry. I'm going to figure out how to help you not be angry because it's us. So that anything that happens, we're in each other's care, happens to us. So where one person might struggle with depression, the other person's like, oh, I think my like you know partner needs help with depression. How do we deal with this depression together? Like that was again, we are in each other's care. Like it was a bombshell moment for me because I'm. No longer did I kind of judge EJ for like, you know, needing all this stuff. I was like, oh, it was just like this shift for me that was like, oh my God, like he's my person. Like I, I have to care for him. And if he's having a bad day or if he needs more physical touch or physical love, like absolutely I'm going to do that. But again, I think it was that sense of like individuality and like, dude, that's your shit. That is not mine. I'm not going to be responsible for that. I'm working on that. It doesn't just go away, but it gave me a new filter a clearer lens of how to be in each other's care in a really healthy way and not in a codependent way. That's a whole different thing. We're not enabling each other. We are supporting and helping each other. And that goes against biologically how we are wired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's like the big challenge, right? Is that, so, you know, sometimes I mean, you know, like quite honestly, like in a, in a very complicated world and with the stressors from the outside and all of our responsibilities that we all carry, 
sometimes it feels like just a lot to keep yourself sort of pulled together, you know, mm -hmm. and keep yourself happy and and be aware of your own like, you know, subtle and and gross like, you know, feelings and in, in, internally and and your behaviors. And I think there's this like instinctive belief of like, I just got to take care of myself. And we talk about this, you know, we talk about like being your best selves together. Mm -hmm. But I think like there is like a little bit of a default to like, well, I will be my best self individually and you will be your best self individually. And then we will meet Absolutely. together in our, in our best selves. And the, the subtle switch for, for Tara and I in our, in our personal relationship and in our work with couples right now is the importance of it being a joint effort that Tara is 100% in my care. And you are 100% in my care. Yeah, and that, and that feels like, ah, ah. That, that does feel like a- it, yeah, It's it, like a little, someone wrapped a little warm blanket around our little yeah. coupleship and it's like, oh, here you go. It's the two of you guys. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's the way I'm processing it in my own personal struggles within our relationship because a, a big one for me is defensiveness, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I have these parts of my operating system is that when there is strife, you know, when there is difficulty, that I very much like instinctually go inward to figure out a way to contain it, a way to process it, a way to take care of myself that then shuts Tara out. And in the context of, of relationship, so what that's oftentimes looks like is when Tara's really struggling with something and the way in which it presents is something that causes conflict in our relationship or I feel conflict in our relationship, I have this immediate retreat. You, you leave know. me. Yeah, and, and, and that was a whole other thing. On like the very first day, you know, because we, anytime there was the ability to like speak out about our relationship and get support, Tara and I were like, we will be the demo couple we every jumping, time and we don't care. We were totally jumping in. <laughs> and so the first, first time Tara sort of like brought up this dynamic of like, when there's like these subtle things that happen early on in a conflict with us where she sees me depart mm -hmm. in very subtle ways. And sometimes not subtle ways. Eye contact for me. Yeah. Your eyes shift just a little and I can feel it. Yeah. yeah. And and just how like she notices that this me going away thing. And it was just this moment because we were doing this, this eye contact exercise. And he kind of had us experiment with this idea because she said it's in his eyes. He just like sort of goes away. And so like we were making eye contact mm -hmm. and he's like, just, okay, EJ, just like look look away from her now, just subtly, don't move your head, but just literally, you know, shift your eyes to the right out of eye contact with her. And when I did that, what happened? Oh, sweetheart. Um, it was very scary and it made me very sad. Yeah. And I immediately, just like now, got very emotional. Because it, it does hurt when you leave. And I know you're not doing it purposely. So it was really hard, as you guys can hear. Yeah. And having it like sort of demonstrated in that way in a moment where we weren't 
we weren't in the middle of conflict. Like there wasn't some difficult piece of content. There wasn't something with the kids or something with the business or something with the household that was precipitating it. It was just this like, you know, sort of therapeutically manufactured moment by Stan that I was like, oh my God. Like in those moments that she needs me, in those moments that she's really struggling with something, like I have this instinct to, you know, quite honestly, you know, now I'm, and maybe I'm understanding it more just talking about it right now, I go and I, I take care of myself instead. You know, I don't, it's not like I make like that conscious choice of like, oh, like screw her, my pain is more important, but I have this just like quick retreat or escape you know, and I can stay in front of her and still do it. And that that's used to be what always like sort of like boggled me was like, what happened? Like, I'm still standing in front of you, but yet now you're really, and then what would happen for Tara in those moments or what happens with Tara is that it goes from vulnerability to defense because then she's she's having her own thing in that moment of like, oh, he bailed on me. I don't even know it, right? But this concept of the fact that Tara is in my care, and now also I know that I have to be aware that there's that quick retreat away where I become sort of selfish, you know? Which we all are. Which <laughs> so we all are, okay. and, and which is something that Tara has, like, has said to me, like, I feel like you're so selfish, all you care about is yourself. And now I, I understand it a little more deeply. And like even like yesterday we had a moment Unfortunately, it was over the phone and not face-to-face because now we've also realized just how important eye contact is. She was upset. I could have easily gone into my defensive place of like, what's going on? What did I do this time? Like with that information that she's in my care in that moment, and even if I am the source of her distress, that that's okay. And my job right now is to be really, really, really present. And I have to share like what Dr. Stan and Tracy say to do in those moments because they're going to happen. You're going to look away again. I'm going to feel unsafe. I'm going to hurt you. I, I got to, first of all, understand why it's so painful, right? Because Stan did go deeper with me and he said, what happens when EJ looks away? What would happen when when your primary caregiver would look away? And right, it took me back to like a lot of unsafe feelings and, you know, just us not being safe as children. And so I was able to understand just why it is so scary for me. So that was very helpful. But that basically, because what normally happens with a lot of couples is like, I'll notice EJ leaves, I get defensive, he gets defensive. And then it's just like, we're done, we're separate, right? And that now that EJ knows, like when I get, when I notice he's leaving, And he'll start to notice that shift in me that I get defensive, that Dr. Stan says, like, this is what you say. You're like, oh my God, did I just do that? I think again, I'm sorry. I was an asshole. Yeah, that was... Like, it was just so easy. And so like... I have to remember that tool too. Like, I got to really remember that tool because because there is going to be a moment where there's something going on between the two of us that's really complex. And I do that retreat thing and in some subtle way or not subtle way, I'm going to pull away. She's going to have a reaction to it. And if I can recognize what happened in pretty close proximity and say, hey, T, did did you feel that thing? Did I pull away? Or just like straight up say it, I pulled away just now. Yeah, that's... And I'm sorry. That's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pulled away. I did that thing I do. Yeah. I'm back. 
What's that going to change for you, Tara? Because because I'll still done it. Well, you're owning that you hurt me through your pulling away for a second, but then you're coming back and being like, hey, I got you. And then I would want to do the same for you in those moments, right? Where I see you getting defensive because I did something. And then instead of like me being like, oh God, here we go again. It's like, oh my God, did I, I was just a jerk face, wasn't I, honey? I'm so sorry. You just repair it very quickly. I'm so sorry. I just did that thing. I can tell I just hurt you. And again, that's the importance of like eye contact, right? Because the more eye contact we have with each other, the more we attune to one another, right? Touch and eye contact are the two best ways to attune to your partner. And the more you can do that, the more you can recognize when you hurt them, when they're being hurt. And instead of pulling away in those moments, you say, oh shit, what just happened? Yeah, I was just an asshole. Yeah, honestly, doing this podcast is such a gift to us in doing it because it forces us to like really look at things more deeply about ourselves and the work we do with couples. But now I get like yesterday when you called me and you were really upset and you felt like alone and lonely, right? Like I'm realizing that that was because we had a, a discussion earlier in the morning around a complex issue within our family. And I did it. I pulled away. I don't even think I like put that together until just now why you were feeling lonely. Cause I was just like, I was puzzled. And like, and that's the thing is I don't have to like, I don't have to know, like in that second conversation, I don't even have to know what's happened. Hopefully I'll figure it out later. Right. But if she's suffering, she's suffering and she's in my care and I am here to do anything I can to soothe her and help her through that moment of suffering. And what happened was in that earlier conversation, I pulled back. I can even like, I can place myself in that moment. We were talking about the complex situation and I withdrew and we didn't, it didn't see. And here's the thing for me is it is we actually dealt with it in a better way than we have in the past because it didn't escalate, but I wasn't totally present because I got really bogged down in the content of what what was going on in this issue and and like what we're going to do and how we can deal with it and I thought and I also was managing my emotions but I was managing my emotions and I wasn't realizing that Tara was the one who came to me she wanted to talk about this issue because it was going to present later in the day she wanted to be prepared for it right and I wasn't taking care of her in that moment I was trying to solve the problem mm. and I was trying to manage my emotions, but I wasn't acknowledging, hey, I can tell that, that you're, you're feeling really anxious about this and you just wanna stay connected in this and this is affecting you in a negative way. And so I just like totally, you know, I didn't lean in at all. I leaned back, right? I mean, I just, I hope all couples, individuals hearing this, like at this kind of, being in each other's care takes a lot of practice and it's going to be really clunky because if you hurt me and I get defensive, it is a biological thing for you to get defensive too, right? That really we're going against like what our innate instinctual things want to do. Like I'm going to defend myself because I can see that you're a threat now. And so that idea of leaning in, even in moments where we hurt each other and being very accountable for how we're hurting our partner, that that takes practice. It takes more eye contact. It takes more touch. It takes more getting out of your ego and pride and freaking stepping in and saying, man, I, I really messed up. I'm sorry. 
right? It's it's not doing any attributions on the other person. It's taking like, wow, I just I just did that, I, and I can see that that just happened for you. Yeah. Can you can you help everybody understand that attributions a little bit? You said I'm not making attributions on the other person. Yes, and it's something that I do a lot, and it's something that a lot of couples do a lot. Is like, okay, I could be sitting here and trying to have a conversation with you. And I'm like, oh God, I can tell like EJ is getting like really upset right now because like his little eyes just furrowed or whatever. Like, no, like that's an, I'm assuming that that's true. I'm attributing to like, so now I'm going to change my behavior based on what I'm attributing is going on with you. Not okay. All I know is I can say, here's what's happening for me. You and I can get more attuned with each other and I can say, is that right? Right. It's curiosity. Instead of attributing what you think is happening, you're curious. Help me understand. I noticed that you just like furrowed your brows. Like what's going on with that? Like, did I just do something? Let's talk. You know, like it's just curiosity versus being in that. Attributions just create stories and they strengthen the negative stories we do have about each other. So, yeah. So, and and adding a little caveat to the, we are in each other's care, they also talked about we are in each other's care in private and public. Mm. That that's really important. And why, why that's important to me and why it goes, you know, kind of deeper down this, this rabbit hole of being in each other's care is you can't be in each other's care unless you are preparing to be in each other's care. And this is a big thing that we're integrating into our relationship right now is that we need to, I think it was the three Ps, you need to predict, you need to plan, and you need to be prepared. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Predict, plan, prepare. Predict, plan, and prepare for everything. Like he talked about like before Stan and Tracy walk into a party you know, because they have different sort of like- He's more extroverted, he's more introverted. Totally, and that they have like, they go in with plans, you know, like, hey, what can we predict? We can predict that that he, he said, you know, that he might be withdrawn or get uncomfortable and that she, you know, may or may not tune into that. Or so there they, might be someone at the party that has his ear for too long. Like you, you try to predict, you can't predict everything, but you could predict what might go wrong. And if something does go wrong, how do we plan and prepare for that? Yeah. Right. And so it's like if if it's a meeting you have to go into with your partner around finances, if it's a parenting stuff, if you go out to dinner and we had this one couple that every time they would go out to dinner, they would get into a freaking argument. Right. Because it's like I think they'd have a a glass of wine or something and then just like, you know, they'd be able to share more because things were let loose. And it's like, okay, if you guys know this, then you have to plan what you're going to do before you go out to dinner. It's really just setting yourselves up for success so that you can start to use all these new tools. And I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to give you guys so much information because there's so much information we learned and we'll continue to share what we learned and what's working for us with you. But again, today really is about having this new lens of you're my person, I'm your person, We've got the two of us and we are going to help each other through our hurt. Yeah. Even if I'm the one that hurt you, I'm going to find ways. No, I'm not going to find ways. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to support you every day. I'm going to love you every day. I'm going to say I'm sorry every day because I get a lot of things wrong. It's just that idea of really putting your person first, your relationship. Always. 
100% always. And then other things can come in between it and the two of you have so much resilience that you've built and so much emotional safety that you can tackle everything, anything. Just what happens is it takes a lot of skill in order to do this. Like I really got that. It's like, I know that we have great tools and, you know, we've created an amazing couples program, but like really what I'm really, really understanding is it takes a lot of intentionality, planning, preparing to really be in each other's care in the way that we couples need to be in order to have a sustained loving relationship. Absolutely. And so, you know, we, we try to leave you with, in most of these podcasts with sort of like a point of action, right? Is like, is like something you can take out of this that you can directly apply to your relationship. And so I guess what, what I would encourage you to do is talk to your partner about this concept of like being in each other's care. Because, you know, one other point that's related to this that, that he talks a lot about is the fact that we need to have agreements, that in order for a relationship to be successful in the long term, we have to know what our explicit agreements are between one another. And if we can make the agreement that Tara, you are in my care, you are my queen. Right? Yeah, you, you are my king. And 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 it is. I am here to serve you. I'm here to serve you, <laughs> and that is 100% right now. We have decided that's our that is our sort of like first commandment, you know. And it's everything. It's transparent yeah. throughout your day. Like nothing, everything's transparent. Yeah. So if we can make that agreement, if you and your partner can say, "Yeah, that sounds actually really nice," because if Man, if I if Tara's not in my care and if I'm not in her care, well, who the heck's care am I am I in? And and I want to be in somebody's care. I want to be supported and I want to care for her 100 percent right? That if we then can unite in that agreement, that that is our agreement, period exclamation mark. Period exclamation. Then we can start using these different systems, you know, the tools that we that we talk about in this podcast, you know, the ones that we're gonna continue to share from other thought leaders in this field. That if we can start with that agreement, and we're going to have a bunch of other agreements that we're working on as well, but that's our first agreement, right? Then we can move forward. Then, then we can figure it out, you know? Then we can, we can succeed and fail, but we can always return to like, hey, you know, Tara kind of did this to me yesterday of like, hey, this is our agreement. We agreed that we're there for each other, you know, that we, we stay present in those moments, and that's then going to be what we can always return to. Yeah. And, and then it doesn't, it's so, I know it feels complicated or it sounds complicated, but after you start to practice it, it's so simple because I think we get so lost in all these thoughts and then we bring our own family attachments into it and past wounds. And it's like, no, hang on. It's the two of us. I just did something that hurt you. I'm really sorry. I'm going to try not to do that again, but I'm going to get it wrong. So it's like so simple. Really, at the end of the day, when you think about it, it's like you're just having each other's back, even if you're the one that's like hurting the other person, like that it's okay because you're okay with it. That's what I think too. It's like making that, yeah, making that agreement. Are we willing to like really have each other's back yeah. all the time, even if I'm the one that's hurting you? 
And that's a lot of forgiveness. That's a lot of healing. That's a lot of, hey, this past has happened, but you know what? We're focused on moving forward from this freaking minute on, and we're going to mess it up, but we're going to have a whole different energy to our relationships. Instead of me and me, and you're hurting me, and I'm hurting you, and blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, let's let's shift this. Let's go to a we all the freaking time. So the number one gratitude I want to express right now yes. is I want to thank you, Tara. Okay. Yeah. I want to thank you for, for being my person, for being my queen. I want to thank you for going on that retreat with me. I want to thank you for showing up in the, in the vulnerable, genuine, open-hearted, loving, beautiful way that you did all last week. Um, it was super, super meaningful to me. It was, uh, you know, thank you for trusting that, that you can be in my care. You know, thank you for giving me the opportunity to do it better because I haven't always done a great job, you know, and I, but I, man, like I want to, I want to, I am, (laughs) I am, I am. Yeah, I love that. So just, can I just do a teaching moment right there? Yep. Many times couples would be like, no, I want to, I want to. And, and Stan and Tracy would be like, it's not I want to. You just do it. You yeah. just freaking do it. It's very Yoda-like. There you, is no trying. There is only doing. You do it. So I'll I'll do a gratitude for you too. So thank you for that gratitude. I really took that in and it felt really nice. Uh, really just, we've been through a lot. We've been through so much. We've built so much together. We've, you know, had definitely like many ruptured moments too, but we're always willing to be there for each other. You're willing to stand by my side. I'm willing to stand by your side so we can get through this crazy thing we called marriage (laughs) and life. And that I just know because you're so receptive and open that we'll always be okay. Even when we're not okay, that because you're willing to shift and really look at yourself and how you might injure me. And I'm willing to look at myself and how I might injure you and that we really do want to conceptualize a we, and that's that's our movement forward, that that feels very good, that feels very safe, and I feel very honored that you are my king. <laughs> Thank you, my queen. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell we took the, that out of there as well, the old, the oh my old gosh. king and queen thing? Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah. I want to express an extreme gratitude to all of you out there. We are like really enjoying the amount of interaction that we're having with our audience right now. We have this new uh, thing in our show notes. It's through a service called Gala. And if you click in the show notes like uh, that you want to leave a comment, you can do a recorded comment that then we can put into a show or you can put a written comment in there and it allows us to reply to you. But also We've been getting some great ideas about new show topics. So please continue to interact with us. Send us, uh, you know, email info at relationshiprenovation.com. Check out our Instagram and TikTok. It's Relationship Renovation. You know, we're building an amazing audience of people who want to be happy, man. They want to have great relationships. And, and thank you all for being a part of it. Yeah, my heart really, truly feels so Blessed is the word I'm going to use that we can impact us, first of all, and also impact so many others. Hearing from you guys, knowing our podcast help you is awesome. Absolutely. So so take this back. You are in each other's care, and that's going to make a difference. And again, big thank you to 
Dr. Stan and Tracy Tatkin, who really did help us shift even deeper into our love and for all the research and wisdom you provide to so many couples and other therapists. And yeah. to Franco and Kay with Global Journeys, you guys are rock stars. That place, seriously, if you're looking for- I just want to come back for, yeah. and don't ever want to go on another vacation without Kay and Franco. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you are looking for some kind of a cool experience, and they do all kinds of different, uh, different meditation people, personal growth people. Yeah, they do. And they, they do an amazing job. It's Global Journeys. They do an incredible job of curating this experience of like, it, it was, it, I mean, Stan and Tracy were amazing, but there was so much more. We had such, we did such cool things. We stayed at incredible places. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was amazing like. Amazing food, amazing towns, amazing wineries. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. they are pros. So, so check them out, please. All right. Thank you again for being a part of uh, the Relationship Renovation Podcast. Please, you know, tell a friend about it. Please hit us with a review. We'd love a review in uh, Spotify or Apple yeah. a podcast, wherever you're listening. Tell a family member. Uh, spread the word because the better your relationship is, the better the world is that we're living in. Absolutely. And as always, take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. Singing on the train, me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.